can be in there too. Hi, everybody. That was a great way to introduce today. Today, I have a guest. Her name is Erin. And Erin is here with me today. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about Taylor Swift's new album, Midnight. Okay, yeah, we get that. Tell us about what we're doing. We're listening to the album Midnight. (laughs) We're going to do one song at a time in each well-packaged podcast. And you'll get our commentary line by line of the song. And Lizzie... No, I'm not done. Lizzie (laughs) will focus on lyrics overall. I will focus on sounds. Thanks, Erin. That was awesome. Now, we're going to start going line by line with the first song. Meet me at midnight, am I right? (laughs) Yeah. And our first one is Lavender Haze. Erin, what... Give us a rating. Between 1 and 10, oh. what is this song for you? 10's the best. Uh, okay, well, here's the thing. These songs are incredible. They can, And you can change your opinion as time goes, but like, what's your, where you're at right now? I think I experience right of listening to it all the way through while high before I can really make a decision. So pretend like I've never heard this song high before. Okay. Six and a half. I'm so confused. What did the high thing have to do with it? Because hearing these songs high just, like, makes me love them so much more. Mm. So it's hard to compare them all when I've only listened to one song high. Well, you're not giving them a rating based on each other. You're giving... There's a rating... I know, but it helps me gauge what's a 1, what's a 10. I just felt like if you were in one of those TV shows where, like, you're like, you know what I'm talking about? Where you're, like, moves it away. Anyway, I sound six and a half. That's awesome. I would say eight. For sound or for lyrics? For anything. Okay. <laughs> 7.5. I'm okay. really stuck on this whole lyrics and sound thing. No, but we can talk about okay, anything. Let's get started. Let's get started. First line, meet me at midnight. Aaron, let's hear about the intro sound. Okay, wait. Hold on. Let's just talk it through and I'll tell you when things come up. Well, there is like a good pretty in- instrumental at the beginning. Uh, yeah. yeah and i want i want to say something too her in they're setting the scene where just came off of folklore and evermore and they're saying this is pop instantly it sounds We're like on the pop island now and yeah well it sounds like somebody running a heartbeat it almost. Does, i thought heartbeat too which we know taylor swift does with things like wow this dreams except yeah. It sounds... Something about the... Oh, uh, uh... I think he knows, also. I think he knows, also. Um, it, uh, is that her vocals? Which one? Oh, uh, Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure. That's that's the men question mark. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, so meet me at midnight. This... Obviously referring back to her little things. So... Wait, what? Um, How all this... Midnight mayhem... Yeah, well, I mean, I think, whatever. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. I think it just shows Another it's indicator all that this is a new album. This is a new it's album. fresh. It's, it's midnight. It's a brand new day, almost. That's something else you can think about with midnight. Yeah. Okay, so you can start new. Anyways, but Meet Me at Midnight, something else. I have a separate theory about this song, and it it's this whole almost, like, conspiracy theory that the 
this whole album is a play and this song is like that mm. prelude where they're like telling a story of what to expect throughout yeah. the rest of it like the so narrator. she said like welcome to the show meet me at midnight and i i will it, it will make more sense when we get to the bridge i think that's okay, well, let's there. keep going because we're only one line. two lines in, basically. Well, and then okay. sound. So let's let's do the whole verse and then sure. we'll break it down. Staring at the ceiling with you, oh, you don't ever talk so you don't ever say too much. I'll take the reading, and you don't really read into my melancholia. Yeah. So thinking about cholera, no. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> staring at the ceiling with you that makes me think of either like when you're just so exasperated you're just laying on bed next to somebody looking up at the ceiling because yeah. you're exhausted or it could imply other more salacious things too like right after some intimacy that's what i thought you were saying but well, yeah also just like in a yeah. like what are we doing kind of thing um so it's interesting that at this state so maybe she's talking his ear off and he just doesn't say much, and so that's intimidating that he's not sharing the way oh, that she does. Oh, you would think of it that way. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, really in, read into my s- melancholia, my sadness. So if she is talking about all this, like, sad stuff, he's not feeding into it. Yeah. Got- he, he just lets it happen. Yeah. Okay. So, she's been under some scrutiny, it seems. Uh-huh. Huh? So, I've been, over- I've been under scrutiny... You handle it beautifully. All this shit is new to me. Again. She's been treated bad in the past. She has been treated bad in the past. But, so here's something interesting. I've been under scrutiny. So we can assume this is when, um, Rip, Taylor Swift or whatever. Um, then you handle it beautifully. Okay, he's very supportive. He understands it. But what's interesting to me is all this shit is new to me. Because I think... It's really saying the scene that he was there at the very start of it. But I feel like she was scrutinized before the big incident. But I guess for a while she had been very loved. I just remembered the rap song. What are your thoughts? I wasn't listening because I got the rap song in my head. Well, you can't play any music. Well, I have to forget which one it was. Okay. No. <laughs> Dead air. Dead air. You can keep talking. Um, okay, so I'm going to go into the chorus. You don't want to be part of that? I'll be there in a second. Okay. Well, so here's the chorus. I feel a lavender haze creeping up on me. So real. I'm damned if I do give a damn what people say. No deal. The 1950s shit they want for me. I just want to stay in that lavender haze. Ooh, ooh. I think. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What What did you figure out? The song. It's a lover song. We'll get there. Okay. Um. Oh, it the. I think he knows. No. Um. False god. Oh Born yes. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Is that confirmed? No, I just oh, heard that. Wow. Like, that sounds like... Mm. I couldn't remember what the song was, but... Yeah. We'll have to go back and listen to that. Yeah. Um, um, anyways, the words. 
So I already read the chorus, but um, so she's already explained that to us that the lavender haze is something that was said in the 1950s of when you're super duper in love, super like you can't get out of this love. Right. But something else that's important to note is there is another way to interpret lavender. A lavender marriage is a lovely gay marriage. So, it's a Take little it bit misleading. Um, I personally, on this one, believe that she's talking about the way that she's explained it. Yeah, just very in love. Mm-hmm. I think what's fun about this song, too, is like it's a new sound for her. Obviously, and like, like the song is called Lavender Haze. The song feels like kind of hazy. Like you can't quite hear mm-hmm. what's going on. Her voice is distorted. There's a lot of different layers. Like I think it just creates this like imagery, at least for me, of like pink smoke. Like I see lavender smoke. Yes, there's some lavender in there. <laughs> I'm picturing like honestly, like the Lover album. Well, you know the cover. Art, kind of mm-hmm. like that hates it okay um but yeah so i just really like that it's um text painting yeah <laughs> i got what you're saying well and i also think that it's just a fun word lavender haze like i do yeah. think that it like gives you an idea of things yeah um Damned if I do, give a damn what people say. Yeah. We all know the classic, I'm damned if I do, I'm damned Damned if if I I don't. And so she's (laughs) like, I... If you haven't, that is a phrase. (laughs) But, like, you get it. You get it. You know? Mm -hmm. Um, No deal. The 1950s shit they want from me. I love this line. I do, too. You go first. Just... They're just... Expecting her to be this ideal woman image and and all this stuff. I I just really think I think the line's funny. I think it is funny, and she's saying no, like she's rejecting it, rejecting it. And what I like too is so she's already used lavender haze, which is a nineteen fifties word, as this like thing that she loves and absolutely adores, and then just two lines later is being like, okay, but I don't want. I don't want the 1950s. I want what the 1950s was looking for. Mm-hmm. And that, like, deep love. Yeah. Okay. She just wants to stay in her lavender haze. Yeah. Okay. All they keep asking me is if I'm going to be your bride. The only kind of girl they see is a one-night or a wife. I love these lines. Yeah. Um... I mean, I think it kind of speaks for itself, but, like, you know, especially what, she's 33, 32? However. Yeah, 32. Early 30s, and, like, the pressure, like, she isn't married and doesn't have any kids, so the pressure to do that kind of stuff, and she's just like, well, women are more than that, as we know. Well, and I think something, too, is everybody's asking her if I'm going to be your bride, and she's, to me, what's funny is that everybody... She's acting so shocked that people are asking this of her, which mm-hmm. I understand is like that is rude mm-hmm. in and of itself. But she's acting so shocked when she's written songs like Lover, where she yeah. literally walks somebody down the aisle, yeah, yeah. or Paper Rings, where she literally says, like, I don't want to uh, wait, yeah. let's just get married. I'm yeah. 
care how. It's like, so, oh, so to me, that's just funny. Or it's setting the scene that this was like thought of in the mind before she wrote Lover. You know, mm, yeah. like that's what this was like supposed to be. But yeah. Yeah. Um, I find it dizzying. They're bringing up my history, but you aren't even listening. Again, this is kind of like, um, delicate. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why I said again, but like her reputation and like everything that's going on surrounding her and he just doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Well, and also for me looking at like the gay perspective too. the Because uh, we have to. Well, because we do. One. I this imagery for me is always somebody like so drunk and they're like they can't even like they're just spinning around like what is going on like that TV show mm-hmm. so like that I find it dizzying the bringing of his it just feels so panicked in that moment but then also mm-hmm. in the gay perspective they're bringing up my history so it's like they're bringing up her exes and especially with her writing songs like having albums that have songs that are about Joe and I believe about Carly, mm-hmm. then it's like that could be very stressful for her to be like they're bringing it up, mm-hmm. and I like how do I explain this away? Yeah, and then but you're not even listening, so like he's not worried about her getting back together with Carly. Yeah. Um. And yeah, we have the course again. Um. Okay. Talk your talk and go viral. I just need this love spiral. Get it off your chest. Get it off my desk. Um, same thing. So, go ahead. Okay, so I originally hated this bridge. Okay. And I think I still don't love it. But it made me think... Okay, so it's like... Yeah, I still don't love it. But my with going back to the theory of this is setting the scene for the play, like it's that t- story. I think this is the part where she summarizes the story you're about to hear. Mm-hmm. So like talk your talk and go viral. So like to me that's talking about like karma and stuff. Like pa- some of the themes of this will be about like people talking to just like just get above. And, yeah. Yes. And then I just need this love spiral. Some of these songs about are about her getting lost in the labyrinth of love and like get, mm. like loving that way. Um, get it off your chest. Some of it is her telling people or like she's finally exposing herself. Same she's things. explaining yeah. things. Um, and then get it off my desk. And that's just stuff that she needs to get done and she never wants to see it again. I had not thought of it like that. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. That was, this was the first time, because for me, it was like, bother me because I could not figure out what What? she was trying to say. Like, it all seemed like nonsense. Yeah. Until I broke it down like that. Yeah. So, Midnight's play theory. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And that's, that's it as far as. Do you have thoughts about the bridge? What was your opinion before? I didn't have an opinion. I felt like that. Like, I don't really get it. I'm sure it means something, but I don't know. Um, yeah. Oh, and then the last thing, sound-wise, um, at the end of the song, it feels like she's, like, walking away, like, looking back behind her shoulder. Yes. Like, if something about the sound makes it feel like she's not, like, fully facing me. And she's entering into the, like, play could be you know yeah. what i mean like i feel yeah i feel like it's like the the video pre thing the and then like yeah. yeah so yeah good song all around good song very good first song I, great first song and i feel it feels like it sounds 
And that's what mm-hmm. I like. Like, yeah. it's saying and feeling the exact same way. Yeah. All right. Ready to move on to number two? Yep. That's it. So, thank you. Bye.